welcome to Oaken Bros. This is Eric. I'm Michael, and if you want to learn about the secrets of the universe, the law of attraction, mysticism, brohood, gambling, movies, pop culture, archangels, magic, good food, business, health, family, and mediumship, smash that subscribe button, hit the thumbs up, press the noti icon, and spread this video around like butter on a New York bagel. Love it. So today we have on Andrew Cap, author of the best-selling book, The Last Law of Attraction Book You'll Ever Need to Read. He also runs a YouTube channel under his name, Andrew Cap, where he talks all things law of attraction. Thank you for coming on, Andrew. Uh, Eric and Michael, thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm really pumped to be here, and I have a special. Saying before we hit the record button, a special affinity for Michael, just because I'm I'm well aware of his Law of Attraction book, Just Ask the Universe. And thank you. I got, I'm just gonna say out the gate, I I was so impressed um, by the way that book was presented because I was saying while I have a positive viewpoint of all Law of Attraction authors, I do to be candid think that some of them don't even if they know the topic they don't understand how to convey it in a user-friendly way that will get the reader to take action and uh michael your book is one of the few that i've read where i say no mike gets it mike understands what this person is going through he understands that they need to be inspired and motivated and take it upon themselves and they need an open welcome invitation and an open door so i just want to uh, give you respect and props and say that your book was very very impressive to me in that regard I really appreciate that. And I'm really happy Selena, Serena, I, I, Selena, yeah, Selena, Selena yep. connected us. Um, you know, that, that the idea, people confuse the law of attraction with something is hard. And your book, I mean, you you basically took the ideas of, of everything that like, you know, you can compile about Just Ask Universe and you literally wrote the last law of attraction book you'll ever need to read because it's the truth. I and you, you, you make it, so simple. And, and that's what I did with just this universe. You have to getting things you want is not hard. And I want to hear, you know, Eric, if you want to start with your question, because sure. I, you had a really interesting question to begin with. Sure. What was your aha moment where you're like, this stuff really works? Mm. <laughs> so it, it was, it was like an aha month. And um, for, you know, everyone obviously has their own doorway into this. I learned about this probably 20 years ago. Uh, well, not, yeah, 17, 20 years ago. When, well, I was when you were five out. or something? When you were five years old? <laughs> I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm in my 40s. I, I know uh, I have really? a way of, the hat keeps me looking young, but I'm, I'm in my 40s. So I, I go back a little bit here. Good for um, you, yeah, I, I learned about law of attraction just as kind of like a means to let me look into some positive modality that's going to help me improve my sales and my business and my life and that kind of thing. And it sort of made sense, but it never seemed to be consistent. And I would later find out that I was the one who was being inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would have my successes and my failures and I would just go about my life still on board with it, but not nothing quite happening. And then 2008, I had this really rough week where I lost my company and a three-year relationship all in the same week. And mm-hmm. When I say I lost that relationship, it didn't even blow up in a one-on-one conversation. She texted She texted me. She broke up over text. She's like, this is done. So um, rough week. I feel like 90% of my life is done. And I'm at that moment of like, what do I do now? And I don't even know how or why this happened. I just had this epiphany that, well, that law of attraction thing kind of worked whenever I started to do it. And I'm just stubborn and indignant enough now. I'm, maybe I can just go all in with this thing. And when I say all in... I understood human nature. I can't do all day, every day. I know I'll burn out, but I can do five or 10 minutes a day of gratitude methods that I've learned and visualization methods I learned. And the things that happened in the time to follow was was miraculous. Like within two weeks, I felt better. 
which is saying a lot with a broken heart. Within three months, I'm in a brand new, healthier relationship. I'm over my ex. Within four months, I'm making way more money than ever before in my life before then. And within six months, everything is different. I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm waking up happy and fulfilled. And I didn't learn from a book or from a video or from someone else. I learned from my own life experience that even if the law of attraction isn't real, maybe it's something else, whatever this thing is, it works when you work it. And law of attraction is the best way that I can come to describing it and understanding it and implementing it in my life. And it was only years later that I decided to write a book about it. Like when that happened, I wasn't, I wasn't going to write a book. And it only became a thing where, um, you know, eight, nine years later, I'm like, well, I want to do something new in my business. What can I do where I'm not going to be bored to be candid? I'm not going to be bored by my customer. Right. I'm going to be excited and happy interacting with them and answering questions and hopefully giving value. And I've kind of been riding that wave ever since. So I might have answered five of your questions there, Eric. No, no, no it's fine. It, op it opened up more questions. So what do you do now that's, mm. that's fulfilling for you? Uh, you know, because like uh, writing a book is more of a labor of love. Yes. Than than anything else. And it gives notoriety, which is also good, just like, you know, having a podcast or a YouTube channel or something like that. But, you know, what, what pays the bills these days? That's well, fulfilling. So the book itself is is doing well. I'm not going to complain about that. And I'm building up my YouTube channel. And mm -hmm. I still, you know, for a few people on the side, I'll do, you know, marketing consulting and copywriting based on my old business. Mm -hmm. um, but but a lot of it, I'm really leaning into to the book just because for me. Um, it's fulfilling. It, it is paying the bills. It's, it's doing it's amazing. Um, I'm not going right. to complain. And um, obviously there are different standards um, of an independent person versus someone that's like a big publisher. Like I just looked at my numbers last week and I realized that I surpassed 50,000 books sold since, um, you know, the end of 2019, it's amazing. which for me is like mind blowing. Like how cool is that? That 50,000 unique souls uh, check this yeah. book out and, you know, and, hopefully enjoyed it. So um, yeah, for the most part, the, the fulfilling part is working on the YouTube channel. And honestly, um, not to blow smoke, talking to awesome people like you and having these kinds of conversations, because I know that there are people listening to this episode and all the other ones that you guys do, and they are really gleaning value from it. So you self-published, Andrew, you self-published it? Yes. Yeah. yeah, this was just me. And um, I, I broke a lot of rules with it. And I, you know, I designed the cover myself. I I, yeah. I, I got to tell you one, I'm, you know, I'm going to give you constructive criticism. You don't sure. have your, you don't, you don't have your name on it. Yeah. You know what? Um, I, you know, and I don't agree. I don't disagree with your criticism. I, I know. I know your answer though. I know what your answer is going to be, but go ahead. I want to hear this. Well, what's, my answer is going to be like, it's such a long title and <laughs> book covers on Amazon look so small. I didn't want anything to, to detract from it. And, and also, and this might be what you're thinking the answer is going to be not to try to crawl in your head, but um, I almost felt like the title itself was, was enough. I just want hundred percent, hundred percent. And the idea that, that, you know, anything I, goes, anything goes these days with LOA, especially Eric. Yes. And the idea that the last law of attraction book you'll ever need to read, it's kind of like the Bible by, you know, uh, Johnny Joe, like it's the Bible, right? <laughs> it's not the Bible by Johnny Joe. It's the Bible. Your book is the last law. It's you're, you're I stating your case. It was a brilliant brilliant it's, ploy not to brilliant idea not to put your name on the cover because you don't come off as like a crazy yeti i don't know if you're an 80s kid from long island but like there was a cr guy named crazy Eddie, like oh, a, i remember you, crazy yeti <laughs> yeah I, you know like you you don't come off as all salesy you come off as this is the book you're going to need 
to change your life. And, mm. and it's not by me. Uh, look at what I can do. My name is this. I mean, your freaking pictures. I mean, my picture's not on just ask the universe and my, my, it was my alias that I used. Um, and you know, I, I love the idea that you just, you're, you're not, it's not a sales pitch. This is the book. And yeah. if you want to change your life, it, it's, you know, it doesn't matter who it was written by because it, it's, it's for everybody. You mentioned that you're in marketing, or that you did marketing and mm -hmm. and whatnot. Um, are you on TikTok yet? I'm not, and the reason just, I'm not is just sleeping. because I haven't sorted out a way to to really do oh, something big. Just with be, it. just be you. Yeah. Just 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 be you. I made a five second clip, uh, this morning, and inside of a few hours, it got ten thousand views. Wow. You are you are sleeping on the job. It is a law of attractions, uh, gurus platform you you you're i'm telling you i have i you just be yourself don't take what you do on youtube and make it into 60 second clips 15 second clips 10 10 second clips 5 second clips um it is a phenomenal platform for organic growth and people are there and they will subscribe to your show they will download your book um, and we've seen that firsthand. One of my posts got 2.3 million views. Wow. And you know the YouTube game. YouTube is hard. Yes. YouTube is really, really hard. TikTok is easy. Hmm. I think I'm not to do that thing. I'm going to follow you and check out your style and <laughs> see if I can learn from the best. That's very impressive. Yeah. You don't need anything special. You mm. don't need anything special. You just have to. Uh, yeah. The way I'm doing it is I like to tell a little story and it has to have a beginning, a middle and an end. And, you know, it's like any it's like anything. You guys are writers. You know how that works. You have to have a punchline and then you have to, you know, come out with something. Not not all of them succeed, but it's it's an amazing platform. Hmm. Um, okay. Andrew, I have a question for you. How long yes, did sir. it how long did it take you to write this book? Well, there's two answers. One is, you know, 16 years of experience. But the other is um, after a month of mapping out kind of what I want to do. Nine and a half weeks. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. It took me about. It took me three weeks for Jatu, you know, it, it, it was, it, I, I bought the website first. I wanted to buy Ask the Universe and Ask the Universe was sold out and um, I bought Just Ask the Universe and I was like, that's the name of the book. And it was all through Amazon and it, Amazon. Isn't it funny how like sometimes decisions that we have to make are better? Like I think it's a way better title too. 100%, 100%. What were the five books that changed your life regarding the law of attraction? Mm. So first book, it wasn't even a law of attraction book, but it did open, the book that opened the window for me just in terms of when you think good things, good things happen, was a book by uh, Shad Helmstetter called What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. Interesting, I haven't heard of that one yet. It, it's a really, you know, the book, it, it goes, again, it's not law of attraction, but it, it explains how the human mind works, how we program sure. and how our subconscious mind will will unfold. Like sure. me, I've obviously, you know, I wrote a law of attraction book. I view the universe and vibration. These are real things, but I think that they operate in concert with how our subconscious mind operates so that it's a, it's one big web of, of harmony and things happening. That, that was a big book for me. Mm -hmm. Um, think and grow rich. Cause again, this was just opening the door. Um, everybody, everyone knows by Napoleon Hill as a man thinketh, um, you're great. You're, you're I, talking classics here, dude. Yeah. I think you know. James Allen was that one. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I would tell you this. If I had not already had, and I'm not again, I'm not blowing smoke. If I had not already had my epiphany moment, yours would be on that list. Oh man! The only reason yours that. is not on that list is because I already had my 
my understanding of like this works when you work it, but right. I would put your book up there in the top one. I really appreciate that. You don't, you don't have to, I mean, like I, I appreciate that, but yeah. And I mean it like, I wouldn't say it because listen, I'm on your show. I'm here no matter what. I don't, right. I'm not saying it just because like I want to flatter, but I, I do think again, I don't praise a lot of the law of attraction books again, not because they're not good, just because people understand. I do want to rank yours on top. I really think it's legit and people will find out later. I invited you to be on my YouTube channel because I want to talk to you about it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and another book, um, again, this, again, this came after my epiphany moment, but I do love Rhonda Burns, the magic, just yeah. because I think it does such a good job of walking people through gratitude, which to me, gratitude is like this weird secret hack because we've heard gratitude we pay lip service to it in the law of attraction space which 100%. almost makes it a fad which almost makes it something that you look over but i think if people really understood the power of gratitude and really implemented it from a place of intentionality mm -hmm. that's everything that's the whole ball game you don't even have to know how the universe works you don't right. have to know how vibration works if you can instill gratitude in your day for even just five minutes a day momentum will occur and then all of a sudden more will come. There'll be inspired action. There'll be things, but that foundation of five minutes of gratitude is the world. So I, I bring that book up there. Amazing. Amazing. Have you read, uh, the science of getting rich? By I have, Waddles? You, you know, it's so funny. I, I bought, um, they have like this original first edition where they kind of reproduced exactly how it was. Um, yeah. and I bought that for, you know, just cause it was cool to read it in the original format. But yeah, I'm, I'm well aware of that one. And I remember that one also kind of uh, put a spotlight on, you know, the importance of gratitude. And of course, you know, the secret was there also, um, you know, it, it's the secrets it, it's the automatically, right? The secret's like saying like, I love Marvel. Yeah. Right? Like <laughs> Marvel's the greatest like movie thing, the movie series of all time. Like all, all the Marvel movies are great. And like, you have to love Marvel if you're a movie fan, right? No yeah. one's ever said, I don't like Marvel. Like everyone loves the secret, right? But there, there are movies in there that real, there, you know, there are books in there that just that change your life. The Secret changed my life, but it, you know, you kind of level up. It was yeah. the tip, it was the tip of the iceberg. It was the tip of the iceberg, right? And you and you're, uh, I love the words leveling up. Like you level up your game when you go, fudge. Okay, so the power of your subconscious mind by Joseph Murphy. I don't know if you've read the power of your subconscious mind. I I have. And by the way, it's so funny. You're, you'll start asking me books and I'm going to start to look up and start to nod because I went through a period where right. I read so much. It's right. all jumbled in there, which I yeah, guess more, more well of those books that really stand out that they managed to do it in the sea of everything I was going through. Right. Do you, I, I, I want to go stick with the theme on books for a minute, Eric. Were there books that you hated about LOA? Because I I have my list and mm -hmm. and I, I I look at the authors and I'm like, this is fluff. This is baloney. I don't like what they're doing here. Were there books, and we don't have to badmouth anyone, but are there books where you're like, mm, I'm not buying this? Yeah. Well, I I don't funnily enough, I don't remember the authors or the titles. I just remember like stopping reading, like, okay, this yeah. th this is this is empty. It's an empty shell. Yeah. I, I've I remember I've noticed books where it's very clear to me um that they're regurgitating something that they don't understand from an internal 100%, insight. 100%, yes. And I mean, some of them, by the way, some of they're not, it's like, they're not even scam artists. They don't even realize that they're doing it. They're just like caught up in the moment. But what they don't realize is they're not offering legitimate value because in my view, when you can't speak from insight and life experience and catch yourself in your own BS as you're describing it, yes. you cannot articulate effectively the words and thoughts that you need to that's going to facilitate a better reaction and and a positive response from the reader and i know that was a, a word salad there but it's it's really important for people to to realize that there's some good and there's some bad yeah absolutely 
what were some cool wins that you had with law of attraction where you're like, I asked for this and it happened. Mm. <clears throat> so, well, it, it's Great weird question. because even right now it's happening I, in my book. And Michael, you might remember this from the book where I gave an example of, of scripting where I talked about like all the four and five star reviews that I got. And I joke with people, I never should have talked about four star. I only should have put five star in there because like 11% of my book is, is four star. And I feel like that could have gone to the five star thing. So it, it sounds funny, Eric, but that, that's one of the things. Um, in the past, um, believe it or not, in a negative way, I knew, I, I feel like I created my girlfriend breaking up with me, probably not in quite a horrible way, but I felt it coming for, it was like, it was a long time coming. I felt the vibe. I invited that. Law of attraction, you know, it could be good or bad, depending on how you focus. Correct. And, um, but you asked for wins. Um, the only other piece is, uh, and this is before I even realized law of attraction. Um, I got myself an internship with the then to date myself, world wrestling federation, then WWF wow. where I basically, I was up against probably 800 other applicants and I just knew it was me. And I cut through the, everything else, like a knife, like a hot knife through butter and it wasn't anything special. I just showed up. I gave value. But in every word that I said to that human resources person, I felt like the job was mine. And I believe that that had an impact in the outcome. 100%. There's a knowing. There's a knowing when when LOA is like, it always when, works. When you're, when you're on fire. When you're the, on fire. Yeah. There's a 100% aspect of LOA. I, you just reminded me of something. And it was this knowing. I was obsessed with the band Corn. In the mm. late in the late nineties, I, I think you and I are around the same age. I was obsessed with corn. Um, they hold a very special place in my heart. I've kind of moved on from there. Uh, but Tower Records was coming out with uh, they were launching issues. You remember? I don't know if you're a corn guy or whatever. I, I remember their their video "Freak Unleashed" because I was a big Todd McFarlane guy. So okay, all, well yes. there you go. Exactly. So they were releasing issues, and they were releasing a uh, the four CDs in a um in a framed corn poster and you had to go at midnight to tower records and you had to submit your name and it was me versus and i'm just putting on a number 100 100 corn fans and i submitted my number and i put it in and the drawing was at midnight it was like 11 30 at night and you know eric you i don't think you were with me right? i wasn't with you but right okay but i submitted it i handed it in and midnight came and they were they were going through the numbers and literally it was just like it was like a bingo thing like they were like you know moving the moving the papers around and they picked up this piece of paper as soon as they picked up the paper i was a mile away i mean i couldn't see what they were doing i said i won this thing i got mm -hmm. it i got it and they read my name and i still have that co framed corn um you know cd set and i met the drummer of corn uh, I don't know, a few months later, and I asked him to sign a, a piece of paper. And I put this in the this guy, uh, the drummer, David, and um, I put it in this frame thing. But there's a knowing with LOA. There's a knowing that like, this is going to work out. This yeah. is going to be, and there's a knowing of saying, this, this is not, this yeah. is not the path I should be on right now. Yes. Yes. And to slightly switch gears, because you're talking about something that for many people, it feels elusive that knowing feels elusive because they want the love of their life and they want that sure. job of their dreams. And they're like, well, and they, and they judge themselves because like they don't have the knowing, like, well, what do I do? So just to switch gears with that in mind, because a lot, sometimes people don't have that gift of, of just diving in. This is where I personally go back to gratitude. I believe that if you put gratitude into your day, every single day, the knowing will kind of just, it'll rise up. It'll, it'll, right. It'll emerge in the right moment for people when they are inviting it through that energetic shift. Right, right. Our journey on our show on on our YouTube channel 
um, it's been a spiritual journey. And we never realized how much spirituality and law of attraction kind of uh, they're married. They're married to each other in a very, very big way. And um, we've actually started, and we've been speaking about it a lot. But we've been start we've been starting to experiment and and work with archangels. You you stole the words right out of my mouth. Andrew. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely know I want. We're gonna to level go you up. We're gonna level you up right now, Andrew. I'm ready. Let's do this. You, we're gonna level you up. Go which ahead. I'm, which I'm thinking about, Michael. You may have to write a book about this. I already have the title. It's called "Just Ask the Archangels." All right, it's it's just yeah. ask the universe. This is just ask the archangels. Please grab that dot com right now, my friend. I, you know what? I I, I should. We, we so should. I want to give you a heads up on this, and and this is not to detract from LA because it's all connected. We lost our father three years ago, and um. We before he passed, our father was very spiritual. He read Wallace Waddles. He read Joseph Murphy. He read The Secret, and he believed in the law of attraction. We said because we knew he was passing away. We knew like his time was coming to an end. And we said, Dad, when you get over there, wherever there is, we don't we don't remember what it's like, but we know it's there. You got to teach us the secrets of the universe because we want to know if this LOA thing is not just kind of wishful thinking, right? Which I know it's not, but we kind of want to know like. What's it like on the other side? Mm -hmm. And he came through and he said, LOA is real. It's all real. It's the thoughts are things. The whole Man nine yards. Yeah, manifest your future. Manifest your future. He came through the whole nine yards. And then he came through one session. I'm going to blow your mind right now, Andrew. And he says, LOA is real. He says, but so are the archangels. I'm like, Arch I'm like, is this my father? And like this guy who was doing the medium reading is like the gold standard for reading because medium we're show. we're not spiritual people we're not religious people we're not re exactly we're not yeah. religious we're very spiritual people and he says you have to start asking the archangels because that's like loa if loa is elementary school and i'm not belittling loa because loa is the foundation for my life yeah. if loa is elementary school the archangels are phd you have to look into archangels they are on tap for it's the slightest prayer it's the source of law of attraction correct mm. correct i'm so intrigued it's in say i have the book right here i'm gonna plug this this is not my book but this book changed our life this is direct from heaven this is direct from my father who said you go buy this book right now it's called the 72 angels of magic all right it's not demonic or anything but mm -hmm. it's the 72 angels of magic by this guy damon brand this will change your life cool. if if the last law of attraction book you'll ever read will we'll it will take you to here. It'll take you to the archangels. You, you will manifest quicker. You will be in touch with these beings that and then, you've, and like, and you know, I'm Michael Samuels. All right. Like I wrote the book on, on the universe. Like you wrote the book on the universe. Like we are in touch. We are in tune. We're brothers for life. This archangel shit is real. Hmm. And so, it's scary how fast it works. I mean, I'm not to open a door where I'll have you stuck for two hours. You're just curious. Is this a thing where you're just, you are aware of their names and who they are and what they represent and you just ask? Is that Le legit? That's yeah. it. Got yeah. It. There, there's, legit. There, that's there, it. There's a formula. There's a time of day. There's a time of week that you kind of have to do these things according to Damon Brand's book. Of course, there's variations depending upon who you speak to, but it's all generally the same, uh, the same idea. Mm. And uh, it, um, scary it's, it's, it's scary the way it works. And then that brought us into, we started interviewing people who've experienced near death experiences. Mm. And then we would ask them about law of attraction. And then we would ask them about archangels. And they're like, no, 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 you just bypass that. And you just pray to be part of the one and the light. 
And they're like, once you do that, and gratitude was always, gratitude and happiness was always what they were after, always what they wanted. And they're like, if you just pray to that, law of attraction just comes to you. Mm-hmm. Really is, it's such, and and the we, law of attraction is a spectrum, Andrew. That's what I've learned about this, that it's not just like, you know, people go, I get, I get emails from people all the time. I asked and nothing happened. It's like, I, I asked and nothing happened. What do you say to people like that? So, well, first of I all, I read your book and, and I didn't get the girlfriend <laughs> I wanted. You're full of shit. What do you, I, I get, I get those emails every day. Right. So, so here's, here's what I answer. And it's, it's never in that part specifically, although I will say it's, it's really funny. One person told me one time that they were quitting law of attraction and I wrote back, I'm like, that's nice and everything. But what you probably mean is you're quitting whatever um, routine of processes you're putting yourself through in order to invite law of attraction. You can't quit it. You can't quit oxygen. You can't quit gravity, but, but okay. But to, to answer your question, Michael, when people come to me about that, I'd say, all right, let's take an example. Let's take that job promotion that you want. And you've been thinking about every single day. Andrew, Michael, you guys are saying you think about this thing every single day and supposed to come. Well, where's my job promotion? And I say, okay, when you're thinking about this job promotion, are you thinking about it from a sense of impatience and frustration and uncertainty and doubt and anger? Or are you thinking about it in terms of anticipation and gratitude and joy and enthusiasm? Because what they don't realize is when they are thinking of something with impatience and frustration, they are not thinking about the thing. They are thinking about the lack of the thing and reinforcing that. 100%. 100%. You've spoken about The Miz. Mm-hmm. I loved your video on The Miz. Thank you. Uh, my son and I are massive wrestling fans. We've kind of slowed down now because he's all about Fortnite now. So like we haven't been watching as much. So my, my wife and I are watching the Bellas at night. So like I still am in touch with Daniel Bryan and whatnot. But you did a thing on The Miz and Mike was on The Real World and he acted the part of a wrestler. He was he was a he was a real world cast and I love the real world. I grew up on the real world. Back when it was good. Yeah. Back when it was good, right? I don't think I think it's over now. I think it's now Jersey Shore and that's it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised we actually said the name Jersey Shore on the show. I, we, we should start. We should talk more about that. But the Miz lived the character, and the character manifested. What do you say about living the life of your dreams and having it? Ma- do you believe in that? Yeah, and well, so and again, this goes back to: Are you thinking about something with um, frustration and impatience, or are you thinking about something with anticipation? I think that whole fake it till you make it thing, it's a very delicate line to cross because when you're doing it, are you doing it with the sense of this is bringing me what I want? Or are you doing it with the sense that I am trying to pull the wool over the eyes of the universe? I think wherever you're at, wherever your intent and and your vibe is, it's going to inform. So in other words, if you can engage in a process of almost like rehearsing the life of your dreams and you're doing it from a place of enthusiasm and you're also doing it from a place of, this doesn't have to happen right now. This could happen a month from now. I'm perfectly willing to wait an extra month for the girl of my dreams to show up. Like, or I'm perfectly willing for the universe to give me a job other than the one I wanted without me realizing that it's a shorter commute and a bigger pay raise. You know, it's like, I think when you do this, it can be very powerful as long as you're not trying to force it. As long as you're not viewing, I think sometimes people view the universe as this, um, this stingy, um, rich person who's scared to to dole things out to them. You know right, what I mean? And right. and when they come from that perspective, they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot. But when you come from the perspective of, I know you're in my corner. I know you're conspiring on my behalf. Now hearing this new information, I know the archangels are almost begging me to ask them for stuff. So that 100%. They can, 
bring abundance to me. I will engage in that way and I will do whatever I can to just enjoy the moment in the meantime and not force these requirements. And it has to be this fixed time. It has to be this fixed way because I don't know the answer to everything. Um, I had another video where I was talking about like how you uh, attract the perfect mate and you, there might be this one person that you really want. And I'd say, don't focus on them, focus about the qualities of them that you want, because for all you know, you don't want them because they will come with a bunch of other qualities that are in contradiction with your personality. Whereas the universe knows another person who has all the positive qualities of this person and none of the negative ones. That's an even better match for you. That was, that was mind blowing that like, I learned, I read that in Wallace Waddles, the science of getting rich, where he says, when you ask for something, a person you have never met in your life that you've never heard of in your life will come into your life to give you the thing you want. You have to give them something in return. You can't get something for nothing. Yep. And I wrote that and just asked the universe that like, and that has happened time and time and time again. I'm a published author. I've written books. I've written novels. And there's this trajectory going on with my writing career that I'm hoping is going to turn into something much bigger from what it is. But it, it, it takes years, man. And like people don't, people don't have patience. Like I love when people go, I've been I've been asking for it for six months. I'm like, I've been asking to be to make my book into a movie for 20 years. Mm -hmm. You know, we've been, we've been working every single day on this show, every single day. And it is a mountain to climb. Yes. And I also I also wanted to add that you can you can ask for anything, you can wish for anything, you can act, you can act the part, but if you're not gonna work it, you're not gonna get anything. You can't you can't just sit there and expect magic to happen yeah, what well, do you think about one sometimes it does but if you really want something like your book wouldn't have been written if you didn't write it mm -hmm. yeah you wouldn't have changed people's lives if you were just on the couch going the universe is just going to give me everything i want yes. you know i've met people time and time again who are like I don't know. It's not working. I'm like, where's you, your, where's your universe now? Oh my God. <laughs> that was my favorite thing. And you know what? That started at the beginning of the pandemic. We're, we're coming, I believe we're coming towards the end of the pandemic now. Mm -hmm. And what did you, what, someone came to me at the beginning and said to me, where's your universe now? When, when the riots were happening and the pandemic was going on and, and the, and, you know, the, all the, all the horrible things that was 2020. And I said, the universe never left, dude. It's still here. This is just a test to see how we're going to react. Mm. That was that was the best I could come up with. What do you say to people who are go, where's your universe now? Yeah, well, there's so many things that, that come to mind. I mean, one thing is, first of all, I don't pretend to know everything. So, for example, I don't right. pretend to know um, why we're all here, but I am operating under the assumption that there's some agreement where we are in this mass mix of, of mass consciousness. Yep. Right. Now you have power and potency and agency within that to bring things about, but by that same token, you're still part of this mass consciousness. So if there's a mass event that you're getting pulled into, it, it is what it is, but it doesn't mean all hope is lost and doesn't mean that you can't do things. There are people in the pandemic whose businesses have skyrocketed. There are people who've responded in kind and they changed their live events to virtual events. And all of a sudden they can um, bring in more customers. Like there's so many different ways, but I also tell people like, listen, whatever's going on here, you still have agency. And you also, I always viewed, and I was saying this in 2020, it's like a slingshot year. Like right now, the, in, or 2020, the rubber band was getting pulled back further and further, further and further and further. That is further. brilliant. When, when, brilliant. when there's that release point, we, and again, this is my belief, and maybe I'm just optimistic about this, but I think we're on the same wavelength, like this 100%. pandemic is the ending. When this releases, I think there are 
events that are going to take place that are going to blow people's minds. And in terms of improving our lives on a mass consciousness level, but also improving our lives on an individual level, people's lives are going to get way better in ways they don't realize. And I do not wish pain or suffering on anyone, but I would say that I've had situations where I was pushed out of a job, for example, that opened me up to so many bigger possibilities. And I still resent these certain people and the way they acted and maybe made that choice. But by that same token, I have to thank the fact that it happened enough to get me out of my own way and out of that situation. There are certain things where, listen, I'm not gonna pretend like this is fun, but we can use this as an opportunity to bring something better into our own personal experience. And also, you know, to give you a long-winded answer to everyone around us, like, you know, in these times when you're really going down, obviously, you know, money's money, food's food, shelter, shelter, but it just in terms of if you're staying afloat and you're just upset or depressed or, or down, what can you do in service to others? Because when you take the focus off of yourself, if you have the resources to serve other people, it will lift you up. A rising tide, you know, raises all ships. We ships, we've heard all that. Yep. The last thing I want to be is a billionaire in a world in ruins. Because if I'm a billionaire in a world in ruins, I can't go to my favorite pizza spot. I can't date all the models going to all the, the great events because they're all closed down and the models are out of you know what I mean? It's like right. you want to raise the world around you. And if you focus on doing that, you might be actually really shocked at how quickly and easily things get better while we're waiting for the mass consciousness to get this improvement as well. You know, I want to tell you something. I read a book, and I'm not going to say who the author is because he's a pretty prominent author, but in, in one of my top five books slash authors of where I closed it going, I'm done, I'm not going to read this guy. He's like, I want to be a billionaire. Hmm. And it's like, this is, this is what you're doing. This is, you know, like yeah, everyone on earth wants to be a billionaire. I, I know billionaires. And they sacrificed so much to become a billionaire. They didn't use the law of attraction to become a billionaire. He, the guy worked his ass off and he sacrificed everything to attain that goal. And here I have this, this law of attraction author. And he's, I, f f you know, flippantly, I want to be a billionaire. What does that mean? Mm. What does that even mean? What, yeah. what, what, are, what are you going to do? What, so you're going to have unlimited money. So what does that even mean? What, and it was, it was so shallow and it was so wrong everybody wants to be a billionaire like you know but like you, you don't just say i want to be a billionaire it, that it's so silly and it's so amateurish mm -hmm. reach goals that are that are that are attainable right yeah. reach goals do you tell people anyone could be a billionaire um i don't verbally say that i i call i call it within the realm of possibility but i don't focus on that i focus more on fulfillment in in whatever right. way and you know again just to get a little personal like I'm never going to put a cap. I don't see myself becoming a billionaire, I'm not, but I'm not going to put a cap on it. But by that same token, it's like in the world we are in today, 30 million is plenty. You know what I mean? I think exactly. if I've got 30 million, I've got more than enough. Like I don't need to own a sports team. I don't need, you know, 20 different locations. Like me, honestly, I would, I would love a place in Maui and I'd love a place in San Diego. I love a place, someplace in Florida, New York, like, but I don't need that stuff. I think it's more important to be happy and fulfilled in the day to day. I think, you know, there's people that they have their 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 dog with them that's been with them for years that brings them so much joy. They are getting so much more fulfillment in their days than a billionaire who's stressed out, who's always worried about security. He's worried about blackmail. He's worried about corporate espionage and all these other crazy things that sure. most people don't even think about. You come a you become a billionaire. You got to think about the other side of things. Like there's it's not, not about it's. it's yeah, it's not about money. I'm a I'm a big disciple of Gary Vaynerchuk. I don't know if you you know Gary. Yeah, I'm more of Gary. I'm a I'm a huge disciple of him, and 
he says something where he's like, you have to love the process, not, not the end game. If you're gonna, if you're gonna go after, if you say, I'm going to be happy once I have a million dollars in the bank, you have to love the process of getting that million bucks. You have to love, like when you, when your book got clicked on Amazon, when you clicked live, your life didn't change. Right. It didn't, (laughs) it didn't change it. It, it, what happened was, okay, now I got to sell this thing. I, yeah. I got to start my YouTube channel. I got to start promoting right. this thing. New new challenge. It's a new challenge. Right. I never you inter- yourself. You know, for some of the four for the some of the four worst words you can put together is "I'll be happy when." It's exactly. Exactly. Someday I'm gonna be a billion. It doesn't work, man. The journey's now. Yeah. It's you know Eric and I are grinding out this this podcast. We don't think this is work. We, this to us is fun. You know. Is it considered work? Absolutely. You know, are we generating revenue? Yes. Is it enough to pay for lunch? Not even close. Three bucks a day. Yeah, it's three bucks a day. And Eric's taking it. I just said, Eric, just take the $3. And no, it's going it. into our company, Michael. It's going into the company. Exactly. But the it, obviously that was a joke. But like, it is about the journey. It is about, listen, I wrote a best-selling self-help book 10 years ago. Jatu is 10 years old. Just ask the universe. It's 10 years old this year. Wow. I've sold over a half a million copies of that book. Nice. In 10 years, I sold over half. I don't have a yacht yet. Okay. <laughs> All right. The G4 is still on the list, right? Mm-hmm. The, G, the, G, the G5 is still on the list. One of my posts on TikTok got 2.3 million views. You know, he's what, still, do you know, he's do you know still, what changed? Nothing. 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 <laughs> nothing. 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 You have to enjoy the process. Yes. Just ask the universe elevated me to start writing novels. Writing novels elevated me to get an agent. Getting an agent elevated me to get a manager. Getting a manager got a screenplay writer to turn my book into a movie. Hmm. I'm st- still on the journey, bro. Yeah. That like that you wrote this amazing book. You wrote this incredible book. It's just what's start. it's just what's next for you? What's next for Andrew Cap? You're kind of painting yourself into a corner, I'll be honest. Yeah, well, you, you know, it's so funny. I thought about that. I thought about kind of, well, there, there's always little, a way, but believe it from, or not, and this almost sounds pretentious, but I wanted to paint myself into that corner because I, right. I, I put this cover up on my computer screen every morning of those nine and a half weeks before I wrote a chapter. I'm like, I really zeroed in. But right. by the way, like, I don't view that as a corner. Like, listen, for me, the I'm, YouTube I'm teasing, channel. by the way. I'm teasing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. Um, but the YouTube channel for me is is the next level and podcast because <clears throat> this is really, the, the cool thing is I haven't made a, a very concrete, definitive decision of the next thing right now, right. but I have recognized that I am in a process and I am in a moment, and I'm so okay and so fulfilled with that. Like the the thing about growing my YouTube channel that might be the thing for the next two years or the next two months. For the next 10 years and i'm trying to take my own medicine and going about this in an easy way and you know obviously being cognizant and being open to new things i'm going to check out that book michael you told me about Eric, i am going to look into TikTok. like i'm not going to just sit on my hands and do these things yeah. but um in terms of like what's next like the big thing i haven't um put myself in that space right now like i'm having so much fun with this book and through the interactions with my readers i'm just riding that wave and um Letting it unfold for me, that's the best way I can put it. I will it. say I'm, you know, an outsider looking into two guys who publish books and uh, self-publishing is way more fun than getting published. 
Mm-hmm. It's way it's way more fun because like our podcast is self-published. Like whatever we do, like we we come up with a new idea, we changed our logo on a whim. And you know, just like anything that we wanted to do, once you get over that hump where you have representation, it pump, the, pump the brakes. It's hard. It's hard. And what you're doing, you're running your own race. You're I running your it. own speed. We thought about so many times saying, let's take Michael's books and just go back to self-publishing because it's so much more fun. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But the the masses, I mean, no, nah, the, the masses can still know you. It really, it just depends on what your goals are. I mean, yeah. what do you, what do you want for your book? What, so, what do you want? You want to sell a million copies? Do you want to do you want to be on Oprah? What's, you know, manifest for us, bro? Yeah. So, <clears throat> well, I haven't affixed, I, right now I'm at a point where I do not affix a deadline, but I want to sell a million copies and I want a million YouTube subscribers. And just so like everyone listening is clear, I don't want that. So I can be like, Hey, look, I sold a million copies. I'm doing it as a guiding Northern star because that keeps me on this path toward impact. I'm sure when I get a million copies, whenever that might be, then I'm like, okay, I guess it's time to go for 2 million. Exactly you right. subscribe, I guess it's time to go for 10 million. But by that same token, and this I hope will people will take to heart listening, if someone can say, hey, Andrew, I'm going to wave a magic wand right now, and you're going to have a million subscribers tomorrow, I'm going to say, whoa, no, no, no. Give me another 20,000 tomorrow because the current state of my business is I literally respond to all my emails and interact with people. If I got a million subscribers overnight, I could not sustain it. So right. I'm perfectly don't, happy. Don't, don't go on TikTok then. Yeah, well, um, because it lit- it literally it literally could happen. Mm. I've gotten uh, on 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 some of my posts. I've gotten tens of thousands of comments. And I'm I'm one of those people. I respond to every single post. I couldn't physically do it. Got it. <laughs> well, I, I might do. I might have to say that I can't do the comments. But like, and I don't know if this if doing that on TikTok will result TikTok will result on a lot of readers and then a lot more emails. I guess that's something I have to think about now. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess the thing I'm trying to say is like a million books is my goal. A million YouTube subscribers is my goal. But I'm not in a rush to do it. I'm really content. I mean, as long as the bills are paid and as pretentious as it sounds to certain people, as long as I'm making a positive impact, I'm golden. I'm I'm all good. We're, we're here. We are. You're talking about like 2020 was so rough for, for a lot of people. I mean, I did not like being your shut business in, exploded. I, your yeah. business exploded. And I I just I and I chose. I told myself, listen, as long as I'm locked in here, what can I do intentionally to grow the business? Like, where is my point of power? Where is my agency? And it was right there. So I just chose to make 2020 that year. And now we'll see what what 2021 brings us. You you really you got some great stuff going on and whatever you're doing Andrew is working and you know you have a platform with us anytime you need it. I checked out your YouTube channel. Um you're doing it man. You you're doing you know like I was never into uh social media when I did Just Ask the Universe. It literally I hit I hit you know enter. Eric designed the cover, I wrote the manuscript, uploaded it, married it. I I uploaded it 10 years ago. And somehow it got linked up to the secret where people who bought the secret started looking at my book mm. and then it just took off. And it really, it, it kind of, um, it was the basis for my entire writing career. Uh, in addition to our family business, we own a, we own a global car service. That's our day to day. And, um, you know, it, it's, we're doing everything. We're doing the YouTube channel. We're doing everything. And, um, people that say, I don't have enough time. Everyone has the same 24 hours in a day and you're utilizing those 24 hours beautifully, man. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And, and Eric, yeah. nice job on the cover. I didn't know you designed that. That yeah, no, I designed all of his covers. Eric, yeah, Eric designed my cover for Monsterland. That's my that's my 
That's my big novel. It's about a theme park with monsters that's actually being turned into a screenplay right now by an award-winning screenwriter. Oh, that's so. So awesome. we'll talk about that on your show. I don't want I, this to be about I'm me. But... Forward to and real yeah. quick, Eric, are you a graphic designer? Because this is some like um yeah I, yeah I I studied that in college yeah you you know your stuff I mean from the outside looking in man you know your stuff I love it yeah no yeah. I, uh, I I actually copied um the Jurassic Park the first Jurassic Park book. <laughs> Can't really see it, but yeah. You know, if you if the first Jurassic Park book is uh, the Tyrannosaurus Rex, a black uh, black skeleton, yeah. black bones on a uh, on a white cover. So nice. I took a page hey. from that, but uh, you know, negative space. It works, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna sign off, but I before we go, I want you to hang on, Andrew, because I want to talk to you more. Um, sure. Everyone, you know, please, Andrew, plug away. Where can people find you? Where can they buy your book? Talk about your YouTube channel. Plug away everywhere you are. Thank you. So, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. This has been a wonderful conversation. Um, so awesome, by the way, that brothers, two brothers are doing this kind of thing. So cool. Um, if you. people want to check out my book, they can just go to lastlawofattractionbook.com and that'll auto forward to the Amazon listing. So you can get it in Kindle, paperback or Audible. Um, and if you don't want to pull out your wallet, that's cool. You can go to youtube.com slash Andrew Cap and um, Michael, thank you for being a, a viewer. Um, obviously, Michael's checked out some of the videos, and I'm looking to add some more in the month ahead. Um, and we did not experience it in this interview, but I've got a weird, goofy sense of humor that you guys will will check out in the the YouTube's as well. So whether it's the book or YouTube, I invite you guys to check either of those li links out, and uh, I hope you enjoy the content. You'll be Andrew. You're going to be on again. I mean, we're, we're we're brothers now. I mean, it's not even a question. We we yeah, have we're, way we, too much in common. We've been creating like a, a YouTube click, and we all have right around the same followers, but definitely all the same energy. Mm. Um, so uh, we got to introduce you to Suburban Beard. We got to introduce you to Dana and Bangkok. Like, there's a group with uh, you know Sin Corner, Sin's Corner. Like, there's a group of YouTubers that are all in the same boat, and everyone's really. There's such all, a great everyone, community. Yeah, we all root for each other. And uh, I was just on um, Idea, um, Idea Idea Studio. Idea Studio. He had a live stream where he was on. He was live for six hours, and he had a bunch of other people on. And Berg and Michael and I are going to interview nice. all the people there on his show. So um, YouTube definitely—it's uh, a tough nut to crack, but, but it's, it's all, a fun it's, community. It's all, yeah, it's all about the community. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board. Th and thank you. I, I would love to be back when the time comes. I'm on board and I'm glad we're all friends now. I'm really looking forward to keeping in touch. And likewise, uh, you know, not only sharing our wins, but sharing our insights. I have a funny feeling like we're all going to have different wins that have different insights 100%. that will benefit the other person to hear that they can take into their business. hundred percent. And like I said, I want to talk to you about the Archangels off air, but awesome. everybody like, like, subscribe, leave comments. Everyone go check out Andrew on YouTube and go buy this book. It will change your life. And follow everything Andrew says to do, even though his name is not on the book. He definitely wrote it. So, everybody, we, we appreciate y'all tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone.